888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I am your host, Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And this is the podcast where we all learn a little about online business, regardless of what level we're at. There's always something that we can learn. And there's always something we can help each other out with. So that's what we're going to be doing here today. I've got a very unexciting... (laughs) (laughs) Very unexciting episode for you today, and uh, you'll know exactly why I'm saying it's unexciting in a little while. Um, But you know what? I'm still excited. I know you're used to hearing me saying that I'm excited for this um, episode, and this is episode 18, I think. I hope I'm right with that, or else that would suck. Um, But what we're going to be talking about today is how to protect your online business from disaster, a very important topic And it's something that I'm learning a lot about right now. Today, actually, before we get into that topic, we're going to take a call from John from AskJohnEnglish.com. And he has a comment about relying on one source for your traffic or for your income. And it's a very great comment. So we're going to get into that topic today. I am actually still in Colombia. I know that I've said in previous episodes that I... I was actually supposed to be leaving yesterday to go back home to Michigan, um, but I decided to stay for an extra week to be with my father and to help him with his exercises. He's in the recovery stage. He's doing very well. Um, the doctors are very excited about what's happening. You can tell that a miracle has happened. So we're, we're very excited. But I just wanted to stay here to help him out some um, because um, he's a heavy guy. Not, not that he's overweight or anything, but he's big. And to exercise him takes a lot. And I'm going to be helping him out with that. But that's not the topic for this. Um, Some of you know the situation from previous episodes. Um, But thank you for your support with that once again. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all for that. But I'm still in Colombia. I'm still enjoying myself here regardless of what is happening. Um, Colombia is a beautiful place. If you've never been to Colombia, let me tell you a little bit about Colombia. Colombia is a beautiful place with beautiful people. And when I say beautiful people, I mean inside and out. Um, I've been very impressed with the way they've been treating us here. Um, I don't know if it's because... No, it's not because we're tourists. Um, It just seems like their culture is a very warm and inviting one. And if you've never been here, I would encourage you to check it out. I, I, I will probably visit this place again uh, next time with my wife, of course, because, you know, that, that makes it even more fun. Anyhow, so I'm here in the hotel. Uh, if you hear sound in the background, um, that's because there's construction going on outside. So every so often you'll hear some... Well, you might. Hopefully not. Hopefully my equipment is good enough so that you can't hear that and you're just hearing my voice. Um, So, yeah, that's where I am. You know what? John called in and left a comment, and I am very impressed with the comment. I I think it's a great comment, and it's something that I am also passionate about. It's about 3 minutes and 10 seconds long, so I'm going to play it first, and then I'm going to give you my input on what John has to say. Hi, Leslie. This is John from AskJohnEnglish.com. I just wanted to comment uh, on Google and traffic sources and and also just generally the mistake of uh, relying on on one source 
for something in your in your business, be it income or be it traffic. So I put in the comments on uh, your previous podcast a link to a TED talk, which I found very interesting, where the presenter showed uh, Google searches for the keyword Egypt, and he had a friend in New York and a friend somewhere else in the States do the same search just for the keyword Egypt. And then he showed how different the search results were. And um, he explained that the reason for that is because Google is, of course, looking for quality websites, but it's also looking at the past internet, internet use of the searches. And so if uh, someone is consistently looking at a certain kind of website, then um, Google will present that kind of website to the person. So in the video, he talks about, for example, your um, political views and all sorts of things that Google tries to work out. So that was the first thing. And so I thought your your uh, podcast on getting traffic from YouTube, and of course there are other places you can get traffic from as well, but um, I just wanted to say that I thought that was really well-timed and, and uh, really important because Google is um, becoming more and more unpredictable um, as it tries to provide the best content it can for its users. Um, the user would definitely come first, not the, the website that, that's uh, on the web. And uh, the other thing related to Google is I just want to share an experience I had last week where I had my Google AdSense account closed. I suddenly got an email saying that it was closed. Um, I have no idea why it was closed. I certainly wasn't doing anything illegal or anything, you know, no illegal clicks or anything like that. Um, and so it was closed, no explanation. Um, the money that had accumulated in there, they claimed they're going to refund all that to the advertisers, and so that line of income is now gone, and there's nothing I can do about it. And, uh, you know, I read through the conditions, and they say, you know, if, if you try and open up another account, or you use a friend's account, or so on, um, well, they'll just close that account down as well, and um, that they can close it down anytime, and they can, don't need to explain why or give any reason. So um, I just thought that that was another interesting side to how you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, be it for your source of income or be it for your traffic. So uh, no question today. Just thought I would comment on that. Thanks. Bye. John, thank you so much for calling in that comment. And you know what? I appreciate that comment because uh, there's a lot of things he said there that's just really, really true when you're growing your online business. Um, and he used a word, and the word that he used was calling it a mistake to rely on any one source for your income or even for your traffic. And you know what? I highly agree with that because if you think about it, if you're relying on one source for your traffic and something goes wrong with that source, and when I say traffic, I mean traffic or your income, um, that really affects your business significantly. And that is something that um, when I was doing freebie trading, and that's a long story, but when I was doing freebie trading in the beginning, I was relying on one forum. And then I realized that, man, if something happened to that forum, 
my business is messed up. I can go from making $2,000 in a month to making $0 in a month. And I don't like that. <laughs> that does not make me feel secure. It does not make me feel safe. It does not make me feel as if I have a business. And that is when I started a blog and I started building my own traffic from a number of different traffic sources. And that is something that I encourage everyone to do. So in the last episode where I spoke about um, f by the way, this is episode number 19. In the beginning, I said it was 18. Um, forgive me for that. But in the last episode, I gave tips for getting a lot of traffic from YouTube. And in the future, I'm going to be giving tips to get traffic from a number of different sources. Um, but when I look at my um, interactive biology website, Google Analytics, I see that Google um, is responsible for sending me 50, approximately 50% 50 of my visits. And when I see that, I get even then I get a little bit uncomfortable. Now, it's a good and a bad thing in my opinion um, because it's good because that means you're getting more authority in the search engines and they're they are seeing your site as a high-quality site that delivers value, so they are sending you more traffic, and I'm glad to see that, but I don't want any one source to be responsible for my traffic. A few weeks ago, uh, well, I guess it's maybe two months now, um, Google made a change in their algorithm, and I've spoken about this before, and I like to call it the Google pimp slap. <laughs> because what happened is they made a, a change in their algorithm, and you look around the internet and you see in the forums and so on, people are complaining, they were getting so much traffic, and from one day to the next, it's as if their site fell off the face of the planet because they were relying on Google and Google decided to change what they were doing, and now their traffic has gone down. So people had businesses, online businesses, making a lot of money, and from one day to the next, they're making absolutely nothing, And at least for that particular business, and that is a scary thing. And that is why I would encourage everyone, um, when you're thinking about growing your online business and you're thinking about traffic, do not rely on Google alone. Do not rely on YouTube alone or Facebook alone. Um, rely on multiple sources for traffic. Rely on multiple sources for income so that if one goes down and the other goes up, then it balances each other out. Um, Google right now, like I said, 50% of my visits, and then YouTube, 7.54%, um, and that's increasing significantly. And then Facebook is also stepping up in there, and I'm doing a number of different things. I'm testing out different things, and I'm going to be sharing those things as I test them out so that you can learn about them. So very, very true about traffic. Now, in terms of um, what happened to him with Google AdSense, let me tell you a funny story. Maybe it's not as funny, but... Um, it's one of those things that happens, and you learn from them. Uh, and a lot of time, a lot of times, marketers don't share their mistakes and the stupid things that they do. This is not one of those times. I am going to share a stupid thing that I did when I was in college back in probably around 1999. I I first took a computers tool computer tools class and I learned about building websites and I built my own website and I was very excited about it and I, I went above and beyond. And then I found out about Google AdSense and how you can make money by people just clicking on your ad. So I put some Google AdSense on my blog, on my website, and then, <laughs> uh, forgive me for this, um, Google hasn't forgiven me for this and I don't think they ever will, but then I would go to all of the computer labs on the campus, 
and then start clicking on all of those links. And I was so excited because every time I clicked on a link, I checked my Google AdSense and I made a few more cents, a dollar here, 45 cents there. <laughs> At the end of the month, I made about $100 and I was so excited. They sent me the report of how, I, how much I made. And then the next day, I got an alert saying that I was banned from Google AdSense for illegal clicks. Now, this, I couldn't say anything because the clicks were illegal and I didn't fully, no, I did kind of understand, but I didn't fully understand what would be the results of it. Up to now, Google will not reinstate my AdSense account no matter how much I've done online, no matter how well my business is doing, no matter how, how many views I'm getting on YouTube. Um, I, uh, a few weeks ago, I reapplied and they said, nope, you your your name is associated with a bad account and you will not <laughs> um, be getting an account with us and that's well you know that's something that you live and you learn and <laughs> you never do it again um, but it amazes me that it's been over a decade and still they will not reinstate my account so um, uh, interesting story, um, lessons learned, and something I would never do again, of course, and I do business different now. Um, but yeah, I hey, John, I understand what's going on with you, man. I, I know how it feels. But hey, the good thing about it is Google isn't everything. And there are many other sources for traffic. There are many other sources for income. So that even if you were banned from the search engines, you can still build a significant and a substantial business online. Once again, John, thank you for calling in that comment. I want to encourage anyone, if you have a question, you have a comment, and it has to do with online business, call in the hotline. The number is 888-835-2414. And I will listen to your comment. I will put it on the air. And um, if it's a question, I'll try to answer it as best as I can. I don't have all the answers. Um, but you know, I'm learning, and as I learn, I will share what I'm learning with you. Anyhow, let's get into the topic for today. The, the topic is how to protect your online business from disaster. Another story. Are you ready for this story? This story is not a fun story. I've been here in Colombia for going on almost three weeks now, and I one thing I've been doing is working on developing certain products that I'm working on and I have been as effective and efficient as possible. I've gotten so much done while I've I'm, I've been down here in Colombia. Um, I w I was getting ready to release a product on my interactive biology site. Now, my interactive biology site is a bunch of videos from on YouTube that I've posted on there, and I'm putting together a DVD that people can purchase from the website. Um, and I sent out a survey, and I found out how many people were interested in buying, and that was very encouraging. And um, I, I took all my videos, and I exported them so that people can have them on a DVD. They can put them on their iPhones or uh, Android phones or any kind of smartphone. They can have the MP3s that they can listen to. And I was just about finished with all of that. Not only that, but when it comes to internet marketing, I'm working on a secret project. 
this is the biggest project I've ever worked on. This is the most exciting project I've ever worked on. It has to do with video and I've been recording videos and I recorded about 10 videos and uh, they were good quality videos and everything was going great. I was calling a friend of mine at home and telling him how excited I am because I'm getting so much done. Then Friday came. And when Friday came, my hard drive crashed. My hard drive crashed. At first, I thought it was a problem with just the software. So I was getting, I called a, an, a Mac specialist here and he brought his CD to, re, to boot from the CD and restore the, 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 the system and all that good stuff. And he tried and I was there with him and it would not respond. The hard drive is dead. Now, I had been backing up a lot of stuff, and I have 95% of my things backed up. But for the um, pro product for my, the, DV the DVD for my interactive biology site, it's gone. The huge project that I'm working on for internet marketing, gone. And you know what? I need to start back now from scratch. Ouch! It's such a painful experience as you can imagine, and I can imagine that there are a number of you out there that have had similar experiences, and if you have horror stories you wanna share in the comments or by calling the hotline, go ahead and do that. Maybe that'll encourage me even more. But you know what, as I've thought about it, it when it happened, I had two options. I can worry about it, I can stress out about it, or you know, I could just move on. And I decided, you know what, it doesn't make sense stressing out about it. It's not as if if I worry and stress, the videos are going to mysteriously appear and all of that. So you know what, I'm going to make the best out of it and I'm going to start over and I'm going to do it even better than the first time. So that's my plan. However, this will never happen to me again. And I want to share with you some of the things that I've been doing um, and some of the things that I'm going to be doing so that it will never happen in my online business. And hopefully, if you follow these steps, it will never happen to you. You will never have to feel the pain that I felt <laughs> when I realized that my beautiful Mac, MacBook Pro, you know, those computers that we always say never fail. Well, it failed me. And it's possible that it will fail you too. So I am switching not switching, but I'm going to be doing more of something that I've been doing, and that's moving more towards um, cloud storage and online backup systems um, where whenever I do something on my computer, it's backed up in multiple locations, and that's something that I encourage for you to do. Like I said, 95% of what I've been doing is backed up. Um, and I'm going to share with you some of the tools that I'm using. Um, Evernote is tool number one. Evernote, I love. It's free. There's a paid option, but I have not found a need to upgrade to the paid option. The free version is awesome. And what Evernote does is instead of writing um, documents and if you're writing your blog posts and whatever it is you're writing, you're typing, I type into Evernote because what it does is whenever I type into Evernote, it syncs so that it's on my computer locally, it's stored in the Evernote system, it's, I, have, 
I, it's also backed up on my iPhone. I can access it from my iPhone and make changes on my iPhone. When I go to work, I can um, get onto my Evernote at work. And everything that I've been working on at home or on my phone or wherever I'm working, it, working on it, it's automatically synced on all of these devices. So all of my documents... When I restored, when I got a new, I got a new hard drive installed, by the way, um, and I installed Evernote. I entered my username and my password, and all of my notes, all of my documents, all 300 and it's not a lot right now, but 316 files, they're all right here. If you're not using Evernote, I encourage you to go and get Evernote. There's no reason not to. It is 100% free. It doesn't matter if you're on a Mac or a PC. You can use that, and that can help save you in many ways. All of my blog posts, I don't write those directly into uh, my WordPress installation. I write them in Evernote, and then I transfer them. And that's something I would really encourage you to do. Number two, Google Docs. Google Docs is something similar, except it's not a program that you're installing on your um, computer, it's all online. It's at docs.google.com. By the way, Evernote is evernote.com. Google Docs, docs.google.com. And all of your documents, you can save it on there. Not only that, but you can share it with um, your outsourcers if you're working with an outsourcer or a partner, or if you need to send a document to someone, you can send it to them via Google Docs. But it's all stored on the Google system. And I know we were just speaking about not relying on Google for everything, and it seems as if we're still relying on Google for everything. But this is something that helps um, keep your documents safe. You don't have to worry about losing them because Google is, they got a lot of money. They got a lot of security people, and they are, the, they are heavily invested in protecting your Google documents. And you can upload spreadsheets and pictures and files and all kinds of different things in Google Docs. So that is um, tool number two that I recommend. Number three, this has to do with, yes, um, uh, synchronizing between multiple computers, but it also has to do with security. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell another story. I'm not going to give all the details of this story, but I have a friend that was talking to someone that an instant messenger that knows a lot about computers and internet and even hacking. And he was the hacker or the, the guy he was speaking to was trying to demonstrate to him how powerful hacking can be. Um, because the guy had asked him a question How do I know that what you can do? And within a few seconds, he told him, well, your bank account password is this, your account number is this, um, your email password is this, and he's telling the guy all of this personal information that he has either stored in his browser, you know, like when you, you log into a website and you, you tell your browser to store your password and so on, via instant messenger, this guy was able to tell him some of these personal details. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that junk is scary. And I, when I heard that, I realized that, you know what? When it comes to passwords and security, I need to come up with something better 
than just having the same password that I've remembered from high school and that I use for all my accounts. And I started looking for a system. And I stumbled onto LastPass at LastPass.com and one password. And I think the website for that one is just OnePassword.com. Let me check that really quick so that I'm not lying to you. Okay, so actually it's agilewebsolutions.com slash one password. And what these do is they store your passwords for you, but it's encrypted and stored on their servers. Not only that, it generates secure passwords for you. Right now, I do not know the password to my email account. I do not know the password to my bank account. I don't know the password to anything because it's, it was all generated for me, unique, secure passwords generated by the LastPass system. And then I used the LastPass plugin to log into all of the sites that I need to log into. Now, I know a lot of people who have had their passwords, um, their accounts hacked into. That's never happened to me. Um, I've been using this because I see the security in it and it's something that I recommend for everyone to use. Um, I think there's a free version and there's a paid version, but it's not expensive. I think I pay something like $18 a year for LastPass. I tried out LastPass. I tried out 1Password. And for some reason, I prefer LastPass. Yes, they're both just as good and they both have their different benefits. But whichever one you use, I would encourage you to use it. Um, just to keep yourself secure. And not only that, um, when I go to work, I can install my LastPass plugin I can, and I can log into all my accounts. No one else can log into their my accounts because they do not know my master password and so on. So Evernote, number one. Google Docs, number two. Um, LastPass or 1Password for um, storing your passwords and generating secure passwords and giving you protection that way. And the last one is the one that I have not been using, but the one that would have saved my butt if I'd been using it. And that's an online backup system. Now, I've been looking at a number of online backup systems, and I've actually been using one. The one that I've been using is called SugarSync. And SugarSync, it's um, set up in a way that you pay a certain amount per month, um, and it starts from $5 a month, and it goes up to $25 a month, and you get a certain amount of storage online. The good thing about it is that you can specify what you want to sync, and whenever you make a change to your um, system, your computer, anything on your computer, it's automatically synced with the SugarSync system, and you can access that on your iPhone, and your iPod, and your, your computer, your Mac, your PC, or whatever, and that's convenient. The problem that I have with um, SugarSync, though, is that you're only allowed a certain amount of space. So if you pay $5 a month, that's 30 gigabytes of space that you get. Um, it goes up to 250 gigabytes for $25 a month. Now, that's a lot. Well, it's not a lot of money, but it's still a lot of money, <laughs> uh, depending on your situation. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. The reason why I haven't been using it to its fullest potential is because I have the 60 gigabyte plan, but I, have, I had a 320 gigabyte hard drive. So I had to specify what I wanted to back up. Now, 
since then, since this has happened, I've been doing a lot of research, and I narrowed it down to two systems, Carbonite at Carbonite.com and CrashPlan at CrashPlan.com. And these both allow for unlimited storage and backup. And that is what I need. Carbonite.com um, is $59 a year, but you can back up your entire computer. You can access it from your smartphone, your internet connection, um, your PC, your Mac, and all that stuff. Unlimited. It backs up your entire computer. Um, except for video and um, some larger files that you would have to specify and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to go into all those technical details, but it backs up basically most of your computer. And CrashPlan does the same thing. The problem with CrashPlan is that, as I can see so far, there's no way to access it from your, there's no iPhone app or a smartphone app that you can download to access it. But... I have chosen to go with CrashPlan, and there are a number of reasons for that. Number one, yes, you back your stuff up online, but it can also back your stuff up to an external hard drive, to a different computer in your house. You can have all of the computers in your house backing up on each other and so on, which makes it convenient. Not only that, but I live in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I'm in Michigan, but I'm in a small town that nobody knows, and because of that, my internet connection is pretty much crap. Um, on a really, really good day, I get one megabytes per one megabyte per second upload. I mean, download and 256 kilobits per second upload. That is nothing. And just to just to give you an idea of how bad it is, when I make a video to upload for my um, biology website. Now that's something that you can usually upload in five, maybe ten minutes. When I have to upload a video, I before I go to bed, I set it up to upload. I start the upload process so that when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> it is uploaded, and then I enter whatever information I want to enter after the fact. So my internet connection is slow. And with Carbonite, what they do is you can have them send you out an external hard drive and then just copy everything onto the external hard drive and send it to them and they will put that onto the system for you so that you can have a backup. And then from then on, it continually backs up in the background. And not only that, if your computer crashes, yes, you can download everything and your computer is back to new on your, I mean, back to what it was before. Um, but you also have the option of having them send you an external hard drive. And for that reason alone, for those reasons alone, I think I'm going to go with CrashPlan because my internet connection, it would probably take me a month <laughs> to upload and back up everything via the internet. Um, if it weren't for that, I would definitely go with Carbonite because of the iPhone app and all that kind of stuff. So... Number one, Evernote for backing up documents and um, things that you're writing. Google Docs for backing up documents and other files and so on. LastPass and 1Password for um, storing your passwords and making sure that's secure. Uh, online backup systems like Carbonite or CrashPlan. CrashPlan being the one that I'm going to go with because of how, because of those additional features that... I spoke about. So 
you know, that's pretty much it for this episode. I just want you guys to be um, more secure than I was and more backed up than I was. It was not a good thing. But you know what? To every downside, there's always an upside. And if you're down, the only place you can go is up. I want to mention one about one thing about the Learning with Leslie Mastermind because my computer crashed and I don't have all the things here. This week is just going to be a break. I'm not posting anything about that. Um, and the week is extended. I mean, I've extended my stay for an additional week. So next week we are going to continue. Um, I'm going to continue with the four-hour work week discussion. I encourage you to continue to read, continue to implement, continue to take action. I hope this episode was valuable to you. I'm going to be talking more about traffic and different sources of traffic. That's really all I have to talk about on this episode. I hope you got value from that. So I'm going to just sign out now and um, go ahead and enjoy the rest of my stay in Colombia. And I will see you on Thursday with the next episode. Take care and God bless.